Welcome to Tehillim Themes. We're in Kapitel Yud Dalid. And our tefillah should be a zechus for our chinuch of Yisrael. Hashem should answer our tefillah very quickly. Today's topic is exile and redemption. This psalm actually has a twin psalm, which is number 53. If you take a look at the two of them and compare them, you'll find some fascinating observations, which talks about the same topic and seems to use similar expressions and wording as well. This specific psalm that we're in now, Yudalid, refers to the destruction of the first base of English through Nebuchadnezzar. The latter psalm seems to hint to the destruction of the second base of English, which was through Titus in Rome. What is perplexing to note was that both psalms were written before David even began the found the foundational building for the first base of English. That's a question, by the way. So perhaps we could explain. There's a deep meaning going on here. Malbin points out that this advent is in line with David's prophetic and current event compositions. David wrote Psalms to reflect the current issues of his time, as well as that of future issues, spanning almost 1,000 years of Jewish suffering in this case, and, and longer as well. Psalms capture the past, present, and future with deep and lasting feeling, as we've talked about many times. The evildoer. The first verse states, Amar Novo Belibo, the, the degenerate, says in his heart, There is no God, nor one who does good. Roshan Shafal Hirsch Zatzal, 1808 through 1888, explains that the term novel comes from the root of withered and worn out. It's actually uh, in Parshas Yisro. We have novel, tibol. They're, gonna, they're going to get tired from waiting for you, Moshe. That's what Yisro said. Don't have them waiting for you. And the word novel, uh, like novella, means a corpse. It's withered out. So what's going on over here? This novel is a denier of God. This refers to the fact that the evil person allows his passions and perversions to get to him and take him over. Thus, he is a person who is entrapped by lust and low moral strength, and he's really withered and missing. Hashem created man with an internal drive to do good. He placed man in a world of darkness and gave him a sacred goal of pursuing truth and beauty, the real truth and beauty of spirituality. Torah and mitzvahs. When someone lets his or her desires take over, this leads to the lowest forms of selfishness and denial of Hashem, hence the novel. In this context, the evildoer refers to Nebuchadnezzar, who denies God. See Rashi, based on Isaiah 14.14. Revelio Mayor Blach Zatzal, 1894-1955, pointed out a brilliant observation, which of Ram Chaim Foyer, who is a wonderful Talmud Chacham, and who wrote a beautiful Pirish via art school, publication on Tehillim that I use often. He considered the most eloquent proof of God's existence to be supported time and again by the very fact that wicked people must constantly soothe their conscience by trying to declare there is no God. That's Revelio Mayer Bloch of Tells. Who's in control? The Medrash points out from this verse that the evil people are not in control of themselves even, and thus the heart in the verse speaks without control. Whereas when it comes to righteous people, the verse states that they spoke to their hearts and tell them, tells, telling their hearts what to do and keeping them within their confines of logic. This refers to the fact that sinners get blinded by passion and do not let their intellect intervene to help them. Intellectually honest people, however, are able to take a step back and try to see the truth. When Karach was debating with Moshe, his passions carried him away and he was unable to see the great damage that he was inflicting upon himself and his family, his followers, etc. This psalm concludes by expressing the joy and happiness that the Jewish people will experience at the time of their final redemption. First, there will be gil, elation, of verse 7, which refers to the burst of excitement that comes from good news, like the word gila. Next, there will be a simcha, happiness, which comes from the word simicha, to grow and blossom, which is a development. Truth grows fonder and dearer in one's heart. If we think about this, we want gila, which is inspiration, and we want simcha, which is true joy. May we experience this speedily in our days. May Hashem answer all of our tefillah sotova. Shabbat shalom for all of Kali Yisrael.